0: Welcome everyone to a special edition of All Parsha on Parsha's Mishpatim. This edition will be focusing on the Balaturim on Parsha's Mishpatim. And we're going to be focusing on seven choice comments of the Balaturim on the Parsha. Let's begin with the opening Pasuk. Parak Pasuk Aleph, Ve'elah These are the judgments, the, the laws that you should place before them. In Mesechta Sanhedrin, vav am and bays, whether it is considered a priority and a first ambition of dayanim to seek to compromise. Is that what their the the first step and the first goal of a dayan to try to seek to compromise, or is that considered not the ideal way to uh, the the ideal way to try to resolve a case? However. The Balaturim seized a evidence and support to the view that compromise is always the ideal solution. In the words Hamishpatim, as the word Hamishpatim is noitrikoyn, it is Rashi hadayin metsuve sheyase pshara terem yase mishpat. A dayin is commanded to seek and to make compromise before he executes judgment. As mentioned, this is not unanimously maintained the opinion that holds that wa- that the Dayan should seek to first make compromise learns it from a contradiction, an internal contradiction in the Pasuk, shalom shiftu, truth, justice, and peace will rule. And the Gemara asks, well, if there's mishpat, if there's judgment, there's no shalom, there's no peace, because if there's judgment, one party will lose out. However, if there's peace, then there's no judgment, because if there's peace and everyone is... Satisfied, that means you didn't execute judgment. And the Gemara says, no, this indicates there is a settlement which is peaceful that also meets the criteria of Mishpat, and that is Pishara. Let us move to Perek Aleph, Pasuk Vav. Vihigi shay We bring, the master brings his slave to the judge. To the Bazdin. Vihig Shai Aladellus, we bring him close to the door, Oy al Hamazuza, or to the doorpost. Veratsa Adainove Sasnaiba Martsya and the master bores a hole in his ear with an all. Now, considering the fact that the Gamaran Kadushin says you don't need to use an all, but you could use any instrument. Why does the Tara specifically use the word Marzea? And on this word Marseya, the Balaturim comments. Uh, identically to that which Toisvah says in Kedushan Chav Bab Chav Beis Amid Beis, namely, the Gematria, the numerical value of Marzea, Mem is 40, Reish 200, Sadi 90, ayin 70, 400. Marzea is the equivalent of 400, indicating that Hashem redeemed us from Egypt after 400 years, and this slave apparently wants to go back to, to the state of slavery, namely Egypt. One of the reasons we drill a hole in his ear is because he was told on our Sinai that you're a servant of God, not a servant of a uh, master of flesh and blood. So he was redeemed from Egypt, but he wants to go back to that state, and the message is telegraphed through the Marseilla, numerically valued at 400. We now go to Chaf Aleph, Pasuk Yud Gimel. The law of Are Miklod, if somebody kills B'Shayig, he takes refuge in the Are Well, the Gemara says, that not only does the actual city of refuge protect, but even the perimeter of the city, even the Tchum of the city for 2,000 Amois, also allows the uh, runaway murderer... Um, to escape and to be protected, says the Balaturim. The gematria of Licha Makoim has the same gematria as L'alpaim Ama for 2000 Amos, indicating that the tchum of the city, the radius around the city of 2000 Amos, likewise protects the Hoireg B'shoigeg. Now, let us go to Parichof Aleph Pasuk Yud Tess. This is talking that when there was some type of brawl and somebody hit his friend with a stone or with his fist and the person is injured if he gets up and he is able to lean on his own strength so the uh, one who hit him is innocent However, he does have to pay for his loss of work and his doctor bills. And the Balaturim points out that this pasuk has unique phenomena. Namely, it begins with the letter Aleph and it ends with the letter Aleph. Im Yaquam begins with Aleph. Virape ends with an Aleph. Says the Balaturim, this teaches us that when God Almighty sends Yisurim to a person, there is no element of coincidence to it. It's heaven sent and heaven healed. And therefore the Pasuk begins with an Aleph and ends with an Aleph, indicating it comes precisely when God says and it leaves precisely when God wants it to leave. The question is, how is this alluded to in the Pasuk, beginning with an Aleph and ending with the Aleph? It would seem that Aleph represents HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself, the Echad, Yachid, Umeyuchad. Alufa Yishal Adam, the chief of the world. And it begins with him, Aleph, and it ends with him. Don't think it's because you were sitting too close to someone on the plane and maybe he wasn't wearing the right protection. Ultimately, difficulty comes to a person because it starts with the Aleph and it ends with the Aleph. It comes when God wants it to come and it leaves and it ends when God wants it to leave. Number 5. Offering number 5. Paragraf of Zion. Very interesting. We're talking about a situation. You give somebody money or a kalim to guard and it's stolen. So, this is talking about a, a guard someone, a watchman who's not getting paid. And he's not obligated to guard it that it doesn't get stolen. However, if the ganav is not found, so the balabayas will approach the court and he'll swear that he did not misappropriate the item and he will Exempt himself from any responsibility. Amazingly, the Balaturim says the first five letters of this pasuk: Im, lo, Matzei, Haganav, Vinikrav, Rashi tevois, Eliyahu. Im begins with an Aleph. Loy begins with a lamid, Yud begins with a begins with a Yod. Haganav begins with a he, Vinikrav begins with a Vav. Spells out Eliyahu. This teaches that there are monetary cases that. The final ruling will be, For example, let's say two people deposited money by a shaymer. One gave a hundred bucks, one gave two hundred bucks. And then they come back and they each say, uh, I'm the one who gave two hundred bucks. So what do we do in such a case? Neither of the toyanim are a muhsuk, Neither of them are holding on to the money. And the conclusion is, we say, This matter will not be resolved until Elijah comes. And this is alluded to, Okay, let us move on to the sixth offering. And this offering, not only is it relevant to the parsha, but it is also, importantly... Uh, relevant to uh, the umtif of Purim. Says the Balhaturim, what do you do in a situation where the Pasuk says that the guard swears that Asher Yoimar, Kihuza, he will say, This is it. This is it. Asher Yoimar. Kihuze comes the Balaturim, and the Balaturim says, An amazing Gematria. The numerical value of Kihuze. We are now in Parak Chof Beis, Pasuk Ches, Al Devar Pesha, Al Shoyer, Al Chamoyer, Al Se, Al Salma, Al Kola Veda, Asher Yoimar, Kihuze. Rashi brings down Kihuze. This teaches that we don't obligate someone to swear. Unless he is moide be miksas, unless he admits to partial guilt. He says, you know what? I'm you say, I'm chayev 100, I admit I'm chayev 50, 50 I deny. If somebody is what is called koyfra akol, he denies everything, he does not have to swear biblically. Biblically, you only have to swear if you are a moide be Miksas. you admit to partial guilt. The gematria of asher yoimar ki it's numerically valued at moide be mixas." Now, the question is, we're in this Pasuk. Do Chazal see any clue or illusion that one is only Chayiv if you admit partially? And the Gra famously says in his commentary to the Nazikin, Nezikin, the Malbam says likewise. This is alluded to and, and brought out in the words Ki, Hu and ze. Ze means something definitive, something present. Hu refers to Nistar, something hidden. Ze is Neuchach, presently acknowledged. Hu is something Nistar. So one is only obligated to swear when a person says, Who? There's something hidden here. I don't admit to partial. But Ze, the Neuchach, what's present, is that I do acknowledge. Hu and Ze are antithetical words. They mean the opposite. Who is Nistar and Zeh is Noichach? Hence Chazal say, from here we learn, that one is only Chayev to swear if they are moide B'miktsas. Well, in the Sefer Ma'orei Sha'orim of Rablaib Gorwitz, the Rosh Hashiva of Gateshead, he says this would help us understand, in exchange, in Megillas Esther, Purim is fast approaching, and Esther says, Esther says we've been sold, our lives have been sold, where our lives are going to be obliterated. And if we would only be sold on the slave market, I wouldn't have said anything to you, our lives are in jeopardy. So, Hashem says, What does it mean, "mihuze And then Esther says, Esther Ish sarve Says Rebbeim Gorwitz. There's two kinds of anti-Semites. Some people recognize the esteem of the Jewish people, the greatness of the Jewish people, the wisdom, the power, the smarts, the wealth, and that's why they hate us. They recognize our place of prominence, but they're jealous. And then there there are those who they have such deep, venomous hatred that they think we are are not even human, and they want to completely obliterate us. Now, the difference between these two kinds of anti-Semites is the first one, recognizing our greatness, prefers that someone else do the dirty work, and they remain who? They remain in the background. They would like someone else to take care of the job for them. But the one that has such a venomous hatred, they're the Zed, they do it outright. Now, Esther says that we've been sold to be eradicated. Sachar says, well, every sale... Has a buyer and a seller. There's the seller who, so to speak, is uh, not going to do the dirty work. Is uh, selling the Jewish people to someone else to take care of it. The seller is the who. The buyer who's going to eradicate is the zeh. So Achazirus wants to know clearly. There's a who and over here, and there's a zeh. Me who zeh? Who is the anti-Semite here? Who is overt v'ezeh who? And who's the one in the back trap? And Esther said. My dear husband, Haman hara Hazeh. Haman's the buyer. He's the Zeh. And therefore, it goes without saying. I don't have to tell you who the who is. You know quite well, my dear husband. You're the who, and we don't have to say anything. Haman is the Zeh. Haman hara Hazeh. You want to know me who Zeh? That's Haman. You want to know Ezeh? Who? <laughs> now you know who the who is. But the this is the source for moide b'mikzas asher yoimar Let us conclude with our final offering. Paragraph gimel pasuk hey chamor roivets tachas masa'i. When you see the donkey of your enemy crouching under his burden, says the three times in Tanakh, gimel Bimasira. the mesoretic note indicates the word royvetz appears three times. One over here, crouching under the burden, royvetzachas masaai." The other one is in voracious, la-pesach chatos sin crouches at the opening. And the third one is roivates ben hamish crouching in the separation at the border. Well, says the Balaturim. La pesa chatas sin crouches at the opening, that refers to the Yetzirah. Who pounces on a person the moment they're born? However, if one follows the La pesa chatas if one follows that crouching Yetzirah, and he amasses sin. You know what? What the verdict will be? He'll be Royves tachas masai. He will be crouching under a very heavy load of sin. What is the remedy? The remedy is you have to emulate Yisachar, who is roivez ben hamishbaisayim. Yisachar chamoya gorem. Roivez ben hamishbaisayim. Yisachar is the shevet that exemplified Tamat Torah, if somebody has been grabbed a hold of by the Hara, and now they are carrying a heavy burden of sin, they're roivates tachas masoi. If one has been taken by the lapesa chattos roivates, and now they're roivates tachas masoi, and they have a heavy burden of chait, then the only yitzhar is to emulate Yisachar who is roivets ben hamishpsoyim as the Gemara says in kedushin in paga b'chamenuval. If that disgusting yitzhar grabs a hold of you, mashcheul beis The antidote, the way to overcome the Yetzahara is one has to bear down and bear the load of talmud Torah and that will help a person eradicate the yitzharah. If a person is faced by the ra- and then they're Roivetz Tachas Masoi. Now they need to be Roivetz ben HaMishpasoyim. Drag that Yitzhara to the Bais HaMedrash and you'll be able to overcome with the Kayach HaToyrah. Seven beautiful gems of the Balaturim and on Parshas Mishpatim. Wishing everyone a wonderful week and a wonderful Shabbos. Rosh Chodesh Adar Haba Alinu Latayim.